Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode. And today, we're going to talk about how to turn your TSP into a paycheck and how to never have to worry about running out of money ever in retirement. Because here's the deal, we have a problem. Even if you have the biggest TSP balance ever, which I think the biggest TSP balance actually is like 10 million something, right? If you're that person that has a 10 million in your TSP, the issue is often we're not used to living off a big lump sum of money. We're used to living off of a paycheck and in retirement that has to change. We, of course, live off our pensions and Social Security and any other fixed income you have. But at the same time, many of us are going to be relying on a lump sum of money, aka your retirement investment. And how do we do this skillfully as to first get the most out of your money and enjoy the money that you have, but at the same time, never have to worry about running out of money. So we're going to dive into that today. If you're new here, consider subscribing and join the incredible community of federal employees trying to get the most out of their benefits and retire confident. So let's dive right in. Now, if you are a regular, you know that I talk about the 4% rule often here on the channel. Now, the biggest mistake that I see when people are talking about the 4% rule is a lot of people have heard about it and they say, oh yeah, I know what the 4% rule is, but the vast majority of people I talk to really don't understand the particulars and the devil is in the details of how this actually works. Most people get it wrong, apply it incorrectly, and honestly, they end up leaving lots and lots of money on the table because they don't know how to apply this over time. So let's dive in because, okay, why are we talking about the 4% rule? Let's get that out in the open straight away. And the reason is the 4% rule is a strategy, a rule that we can use so that you know how much you can be taking out of your investments, not just your CSP, but if you have IRAs, brokerage accounts, whatever retirement investments you have, how much should you be taking out every year? What's reasonable so that when you're 90, 100 years old, because medical technology is only getting better, we're only gonna be living longer, when you're that old, you're still able to do the things that you want. Your money's not gone by that point. Or maybe maybe you're worried about, you have a spouse. Maybe your spouse is a little younger or whatever it is. You want to make sure that your money doesn't run out for them either. You want to make sure it is there for you for as long as you might live. We don't know. We could all die tomorrow. But just in case we live a long time, hey, you want your money to be there with you. So let's dive right in. So what does the 4% rule actually say and what do most people get wrong? So what the 4% rule says is you gotta take whatever TSP or retirement investment balance you have at retirement and times it by 4%. And most people get that right, but that's not where the mistake happens most of the time. So for example, let's say you have half a million in your TSP come retirement, okay? So let's times that by 4%. Well, what do we get? If we times that by 4%, well, what do we get? Well, we get 20, we get $20,000, okay? So what the 4% rule says is, hey, in year one of retirement, you can take out $20,000 to do your retirement thing, and you're good to go, and you're not, you're not gonna have to worry about running money at that rate, okay, perfect. Well, this is where most people mess it up. Year two, what do you do in year two? Do you, again, take out exactly 20,000, or do you multiply, do you look at your new TSP balance? Let's say your TSP balance actually went down because you took out 20,000 and maybe it didn't recover completely to completely replace that 20,000. What if it didn't? Do you then multiply the 4% by the new balance? That's what most people think. And the answer is no, 
You do not. That is where most people get this wrong. The real 4% rule that has had so much research done on it does not say that. What the 4% rule says is, hey, in year two, in year two, you don't multiply anything by 4% again. You're done doing that. What you do is you look at year, year one and what, how much did you take out that year? Well, in this example, it's 20,000. So we, we can take out 20,000 plus whatever inflation was in year one, right? So let's do an example. Let's say inflation was 5%, okay, in year one. Well, in year one, we took out 20,000. So in year two, we can take out 21,000 because that's 20,000 raised by 5% for inflation sake. So in year two, you would take out 21,000 and you would do the same thing. So year three, you'd take out 21 plus whatever inflation was over that time. So in reality, what the 4% rule does, it allows you to take out $20,000 a year with inflation. So whatever $20,000 can buy you today, then in 20 years, it's, it's not gonna be exactly 20,000, it's gonna be whatever $20,000 can buy you today because with inflation, right? As prices go up, how much you can withdraw goes up as well. Now, most people say, okay, well, what if, you know, at the beginning of retirement, I had half a million, but what if year two, three, four, what if the market died and some of my investments went away and this balance started to really dwindle? Well, if I just keep taking out the 4%, you know, with inflation over time, it's not really gonna eat up at, on my investments. And their answer is, yes, it will. We can't control what the market's gonna do in the early parts of your retirement. Ideally, in the early parts of all our, all our retirements, the market only does great things, but we know that's not always the case. But guess what? The reason the 4% rule is so helpful and so useful is because it is conservative enough where they, they ran tons of scenarios. They said, okay, what if someone retired right before the Great Depression? What if someone retired right before 2008 when the stock market lost almost half of its value, 50% of its value. What if people retired on the worst times to retire? Would the 4% rule still work? And the answer is yes, it still worked. 4% was conservative enough so that if you followed it, it would still work even if you retired at the worst times to retire, at the very worst times to retire. So that is why it's so crucial to have an investment plan so that when things do go down, which they certainly are right now, when things are going up and down, you have a plan so you're not overly taking out your money in the early parts of retirement, but the 4% rule, again, is conservative enough so you are going to be just fine. Now, oh, let's get rid of that. Okay, so we're not out of the woods yet. We're not quite done. I'm gonna erase my board here and we're gonna dive into the next piece that is so crucial. So most people, when they figure out, okay, I could take out 20,000 in the first year, awesome. 20,000 is gonna be plenty, along with, you know, you're gonna have your TSP, which let's say that's 20,000. Let's say you have your pension, you know, let's say that's another 30. Let's say you have social security, great. Let's say that's another 20, whatever it is. They add that all up and they say, wow, that's 70 grand, perfect. That's gonna be plenty for me to do my retirement thing. Now, what are we forgetting? If you take out $20,000 from your traditional TSP, do you keep that entire 20,000? No, you do not. We only keep what is left after taxes. Taxes. 
okay? We have to remember that taxes. So for example, if you're paying about a 20% tax rate on 20,000, well, what do you keep? Well, you pay about 4,000, you pay about 4,000 to Uncle Sam in taxes, and you keep the 16,000. So when you're planning for your retirement, maybe you're in retirement, you wanna keep that in mind is, okay, if I'm taking money from a pre-tax account like the TSP, like the traditional TSP or traditional IRA, we have to account for taxes so that we're not taking out too much. Or if we get surprised, like, oh man, I thought 20,000 is gonna be enough, but I actually only have 16,000 to live off, live off of after taxes are paid. So you definitely have to keep that in mind. Now you gotta look at your situation and say, hey, do I have any Roth accounts? Do I have any Roth accounts? Because when you take money out of a Roth, guess what? No taxes are paid at all, which is a, one of the huge benefits. Now, if you haven't seen my video on the traditional TSP versus the Roth TSP, I highly recommend that one. That is great. I have tons of videos, what you should be doing with your TSP and all of your other federal benefits. So definitely, definitely check that out. Now, if there's anything that has really helped you when it comes to planning for retirement, please share in the comments below, whether it's another resource, whatever it is, I love when people share and learn together in the comments on the YouTube channel. So I hope that is helpful. Now, if you're on the podcast, I actually drew out a bunch of things today because we talked about numbers. So definitely check out the YouTube channel on this one to make sure that you aren't missing any of the great details that we dive into. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you next time.